Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nochelprano. Hello, Andy. Good afternoon, Joseph. Good afternoon to you too, sir. On this fine, glorious April 6th, 2023. Timestamp it. It's it's stamped. I don't know what this, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, just in case like the world comes to an end. Okay. Although I guess this wouldn't exist. Right? We have found relics of the past world. Is a podcast called Dirty Sports with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. What is this thing they talk about with no chill? <laughs> what is what is a no chill Prano? You think dragons ever existed? The one boy was wearing a relic of a a hat with a a small dog wielding a bone. I believe that they may have been the 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 characters which you needed to avoid for they are trolling the land, hurting people with their bone sticks. I cut you off. I was trying to talk about dragons. Yeah. Uh, do I think dragons ever existed? Uh, I mean, di- dinosaurs? No, but like, no dinosaurs ever blew fire, did they? I don't know. I have no clue. I bring this up again. House of Dragon. Got me wondering again. Yeah. You know, just wondering. I'm assuming no dragon blew fire because like, what does that look like? You know? The, the fire-breathing dragon thing has always been a very suspicious uh, fairy tale concept. So is there just like a pilot light in the back of their throat? And then they their their breath is some sort of butane? Like they they just have a they have a constant spark. Yeah, I don't know. Ready to light to ignite their their flammable belly breath. I don't like. I'm going on a deep dive after the show. Yeah. I'm going on a deep dive. If that could physically or physiologically be possible. I don't think the dive has to be all that deep, Andy. I think this is like diving into a thimble. Uh, the answer is no. I don't think that somebody could have a pilot light in the back of their throat for igniting their breath into a flamethrower. I want it to happen, though. Okay. I want to make it happen. Like the dinosaurs could spit, like if animals can spit venom out. Okay. I guess yeah. that's different though. Sure. I swear I didn't smoke any weed before the show okay. for the record. You're, are you just like baby tired? Is that what's going on here? Are you just, no, I'm actually not too baby tired. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm uh, just think. I just, I, again, I, I just finished house of dragon in the last week. And I've just been thinking about it. Most people think about the plot. I think could dragons ever existed. Right. For the record, I have not partaken in any cannabis probably in almost four and a half, five months now. Wow. So you're you're straight edge now, basically. Well, you know, I, I, I want to be pretty cognizant with the kid here. And before the kid came, in case we had to rush to the hospital, 
God forbid I had a gram of gummies and whoa, I can't drive. And I'm like, you know, watching uh, some Netflix show and we got to have a baby delivered. Cause that's all it takes for me. Right. Very, yeah. very yeah. small amount. Yeah. No, I'm not completely straight edge, but the nine year anniversary of the denting was yesterday. So never forget. Nine years. It's almost been a decade. Next year will be the denting decade. <laughs> and for our new listeners, uh, basically almost died with a traumatic brain injury nine years ago. Haven't had yeah. alcohol. Do sex. we have new listeners? We Who do. We do. Welcome to the new listeners. Last episode, our, our Cuban friend, Jose. Said, oh, that's right. In the last year. I, I've heard a few calls. I love that. By the way, he left another call. I'm just going to give you a heads up, Jose. I'm not going to play it today. Uh, one of the things about our show, we try to do 60 seconds or less. I believe you left a... That's an old rule. But you new listeners, seems like Andy's bringing it back. Well, I just, you know, we, we try to be concise, right? Sure. Bring in a what, take. But it, also, the, the new system, it cuts you off after two minutes? Yes. So it's like, really, what are we talking about here? <laughs> well, you Joe, you'd, you'd be shocked. Anyway. You'd be shocked how many people get cut off. Oh, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it's not like you can leave a five-minute voicemail. Like, your rule is, like, keep it under 60 seconds. But the but the reality is you get two minutes. It's cutting you off anyway. <laughs> Yo, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Speaking of rap, did you see your boy rap poor? down at the trump thing i did not oh man like dude rapapore we we will never agree on on basketball takes me and and mike rapapore but otherwise i love that fucking dude and you know shout out to him we we have gotten some of our some of our favorite listeners from the rapapore podcast uh crossover episode we did many moons ago at the hollywood improv but he was literally at the Trump like thing downtown, just screaming at people, just screaming at Marjorie Taylor Greene. Just like it was the most, I think it's like the most peak Rappaport I've ever uh, I've ever seen. Like, well, he's just a troll, you right. scumbag. But that's What's like that? on brand for him. Like he's I know just... it's it's but it's, it was like peak on brand. I loved it so much because you can hear him. It's he's a he's a at this point a very famous dude, you know, between the podcast and everything, um, and. He's out there with his camera, like, get out of here, you three-toed monster, you fucking scumbag, you. I was like. See, like, I, I have literally, I have, like I said, I, I'm like, I've tuned it all out, man. I can't, I can't. You like, can't I'm lie. like, like, no politics for me. Well, like, I don't, I don't I, again, I'm not sure, you know. But I even know that, that, like, I don't, I don't, my thing is sure like. Former president of the United States getting indicted for criminal behavior is even quote unquote politics. I mean, but that's it more is. like it's politics. Well, I mean, but it's it's the the, the news itself isn't pol- like dude, is this that's a this is the first time it's ever happened. Sure, no, for sure. But it, but it, I think I said the the last time a president had even like uh, been arrested or something like that was like f- a president for like riding their horse drawn carriage too fast. But I would argue probably so many presidents should have been indicted. Oh, listen, and 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 that that's 
you know, so somebody said the other day, they were like, what about fucking Clinton? I was like, there's not a president in my lifetime. That shouldn't have been. With the exception of the one year that I was, but my first year on earth when Jimmy Carter was the president, I'm, he is the one president in my lifetime. I wouldn't want to see get arrested. I would take joy in seeing every president in my lifetime being arrested. Facts. Except for Jimmy Carter. Facts. I would enjoy. There's not a president that I was conscious of in my lifetime. That I wouldn't want to see being processed at a jail. So, like, that's why for me, I'm just like, but and that's that's the problem, I think, with all this stuff, right? It's like you, everybody wants to say it's never happened, whereas like, okay, it should have happened. And then also now it, it's like, I'm always like, well, where does this go from here? But then I'm like, okay, I don't know. No, I'm I, not. I, I, again, I didn't bring this up for the politics. I just yeah, thought fine. Rappaport was, I mean, the idea it's like, it's, it's like, it's like you standing outside the NFL offices in fucking Culver city with the fuck Goodell sign on steroids. The dude is down in in lower Manhattan screaming at politicians. Like, dude, you're you're mega famous. Probably a great callback to that. Yeah. The early Andy Ruther chill days. I went out and drank with Randy Ruther last night. This is a this is a fun one. I, I think I mean I, I gotta imagine I know the answer to yours, but he said to me, Who is the most famous person in your phone? Like who's who's the most famous person you have a number? And I was like, hmm, I don't know. I have some I have some like fairly famous people. And then he was like, Do you have Theo's number? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, dude, that's probably the most famous person in your phone. I was like, Is he that fucking famous, really? And then I looked it up and like he's got three point three million Instagram followers. I was like, I have some like actual like not, not that Theo's not talented, but like some some like what used to be known as like proper celebrities in my phone. And he's probably right. That's probably the most famous person in my phone. If, you know, kind of the modern era Instagram followers is your bar. Give me uh, give me the number online because uh, I have Theo's number in my phone, too. Let's see if it matches. What's that? <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> but I got to imagine. I mean, Lance must have more followers than Theo. I bet you he doesn't. Really? I bet you he doesn't. I know Lance. Oh, wow. Bassett. Yeah. I know he's big on TikTok. I love that his thing. I went to his thing. Under his name is Fitness Model. On, oh, he's, he, he's on Instagram. He, he's trolling. That's really funny. How many does he have on TikTok? I don't know. I'd have to go through on my phone. That's a good question. I was I would have said for sure. I mean, but that's just wild. It's I guess that's that's life today. Like what do we describe as fame? Like that's what I'm saying. Like like what do you describe as famous? I mean, honestly, when I when I was talking to Justin about it, I was like, "Oh, well, you know, that's probably like that that would probably be how I determined it today." You know, with the exception of like, you know, I, I don't know if George Clooney or whatever is like on Instagram, but by like, 
by like fame standards, like that's a pretty good measuring stick. I'd be curious if I actually went through my phone though. Now that I think about it. Um, I'm not sure if I have some, some good ones. I definitely have some former porn stars in my phone. Okay. Do you remember when that was a thing? Yeah. We were like trying to get porn stars in the early dirty sports episodes. Sure. I mean, when you say we, you mean you, those would be some funny. If I had those old text exchanges or those old DM exchanges from porn stars about trying to bring them on the show. Also, that's a whole segment. Who is flakier, athletes or porn stars? Well, like, like athletes are pretty flaky. Yeah. Porn stars have a busier schedule, though. Yeah. I mean, NFL players, we're just we're just working on Sunday. Porn stars, they work every day but Sunday because most of them love Jesus somehow as well. Is OnlyFans still a thing? Like, is that I believe still, it is. Is that yeah. still pretty popular? Yeah. Fans only, as Andy Ruther used to call it. <laughs> as Ruther Andy used to refer to it. Why did I? I don't know why I always did that. <laughs> Fans I, only is the world's worst uh, furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got world's worst appliance store. You guys got air conditioner? Nope. Fans only. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw something I shared with you before we started the show, which I found pretty interesting talking about online and seeing stuff and social media this this story on joel Embiid, i don't know if it's old if it's somebody just repurposed it on twitter but i saw this thing on joel Embiid that he posted in the players tribune somebody tweeted out yesterday it's about how he learned to shoot and i think it's pertinent because joel Embiid is he is he the leading who's gonna win the mvp this year I mean, it's at, at this point, it's basically comes down to him and Jokic, right? It seems, yeah, it seems like the um, it seems like the popular consensus is it'll probably be Jokic because of their record again. Um, but it seems like it's it's probably a two man race with a wild outside shot of uh, Giannis, but it's probably Jokic, but Embiid's right there. So this is a background how Joel Embiid taught himself to shoot. It's pretty funny. Embiid taught himself to shoot by watching YouTube videos. You have to hear this explanation. So he was born in Cameroon, for people who didn't know, and he came to America when he was 16. So he had, he says that he, you know, he had size, no basketball skills at all. Didn't come to America until he's 16. So this is what he wrote in the Players Tribune. So I'm chilling one night and I go on YouTube. And I'm thinking, I'm about to figure this shooting thing out. I'm, I go to the search box, which, by the way, is so funny, right? Trying to figure out this shooting thing. I love how he words that. Anyway, he goes to the search box and he writes, how to shoot three-pointers? Nah. How to shoot good form? Nah. Then the light bulb went off, man. I typed in the magic words, white people shooting three-pointers. And he oh. follows it up by writing this. Listen, I know it's a stereotype, but have you ever seen a normal 30-year-old white guy shoot a three-pointer? That elbow is tucked, man. The knees are bent. The follow-through is perfect. Always. You know how in America there's always an older guy wearing like Everlast sweat shorts at the court? That guy is always a problem. His J is always wet. 
I seriously got to the league by watching YouTube and living in the gym. There's no other way to explain it. Such a millennial move. Learn You can learn everything on YouTube. The YouTube tutorial. The tutorial. But you know what? I read that and I think it's actually pretty motivational for anything. It's true. Like if there's anything you want to figure out, anything, you can just go on YouTube. Yeah. But I think he has a... A, a lot of people have ended up spending way more money than they were going to originally at the fucking mechanic or at Home Depot or whatever after trying some shit they saw on YouTube, though. True. Now, there's <laughs> certain things. Yeah, I'm not messing with that stuff. Yeah. I'm not going on YouTube how to build a house. Yeah. Like, you know, but hey, I got uh, an issue with... And that wouldn't work. That would be the same thing as him looking up, like, shooting three-pointers. You got to... The 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 converse example of this would be, uh, you know, Mexican building a house. That's what you need. That's that's like Joel Embiid's white guy shooting a three. Yeah, no, for sure. And also, he's got the DNA right. Like, dude, yeah. you're seven feet. Like, yeah, like you had God given ability through your height and just through genetics. But it's pretty crazy that he just watched YouTube. It's, it reminds me. So my roommate, sophomore year of college, shout out to Enrique. He was from, uh, where was he from? He was from Ecuador. And I said, how'd you learn English, man? He goes, you know how I mostly learned it. I just listened to Beatles songs over and over <laughs> and over. And he's like, that really helped me learn English. Which like, if you think about it, he's just listening to album after album of the Beatles it's kind of a similar thing. And like with shooting. Every friend he made in America started out with him asking if they wanted to hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he couldn't remember like how to say something, he'd just be out in public. He'd be like, help! I need somebody! <laughs> oh, And then he became a huge Coldplay fan. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Like kind of, kind of the modern day Beatles, right? That's what I'm saying. Like it, yeah. it, it, it kind of was a natural transition, but it is nuts though. If you just watched videos and then practiced, right? Like shooting, anyone can learn if you think about it. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to have the height or well, that athleticism. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know, we joke. I, I, I made the joke uh, about the house building or whatever, but like the idea of or his thing is like, it's not even like a racism thing or whatever. The bottom line is there are tons of guys in the NBA who have achieved their basketball success on athleticism, freak athleticism alone. Like that's kind of the first step. Like you're, you're better off. You have a way better chance of being in the NBA by being a, an absolute freak athlete, just born a freak athlete. than you do, somebody who puts in 1 trillion hours learning to play basketball. Like literally, like if you put two kids, two babies next to each other in the hospital and you're like, this kid is going to be six, nine and a freak athlete. And you're like, this kid is going to be five foot 11 and he's going to play basketball for five hours for every day for the rest of his life. Who do you believe will make it to the NBA? I'm like, I'm going to go with this kid. I'm going to go with the, the kid who's going to be six, nine. 
So, but Joel Embiid's point was, you know, there's a, a like an infinite number of guys out there who have actually the perfect jump shot and don't miss. And that's why people always say Steph Curry is the best three-point shooter of all time. I go, no, he's not. He's just the best three-point shooter of all time that can get his shot off in the NBA <laughs> and has an athleticism to be able to dribble. And as an athleticism, I mean, you know, we, uh, we've we seen it because you have your Papa shot thing. Like, there's a guy, your score is like, was crazy when we went there. There's a guy that will triple your score in Japan who doesn't even look at the hoop and he's just two-handing it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's a literal machine. Now that guy can never play in the NBA, but if he set his mind to being like, I'm just going, my goal is to make as many three point shots as I can in five minutes on a real hoop. He would end up doing the same thing. It's robotics. Um, but like, we always talk about, oh, you know, we've all seen the meme of Bill Belichick holding the fucking binoculars, like looking at the 510 white guy. It's like, oh, every time a white guy's in the NFL, oh man, Wes Welker just runs the crispest patterns. Oh, Edelman, he's so crafty. And it's like, yeah, he needs to be because he's not athletic enough to even make it to the league on that alone. And when people joke about Bill Belichick, it's because Bill Belichick is like, I would literally rather in my offense, the way I coach, have somebody who's going to run the pattern correct than some guy who's going to, to, you know, round it off a little bit. But God forbid he does catch it. He can stiff arm somebody and take it to the house. He's like, I don't give a shit about that. He's like, I want to know that when a guy's doing a fucking 10 yard in, it's a 90 degree in coming back to the ball. He does it exactly 10 yards, not 11, not nine and a half. So like, that's the thing. And, and it's where you get guys like a Steph Curry, for example, whose dad was an NBA player. He's not even as big as his dad. You know, you got a guy who ha- like put all the skill work in with a basketball pedigree, yeah. not a freak athlete. He's not a freak athlete. It's all in the, the, the dribble work, the footwork, the jump shot itself, the quickness. He's not banging dunks on people. No, he's not, but he's also really the golfer, right? So it, it just shows like, he has what I would call a not athleticism, and not that he's not. I mean, he is, he's a he's obviously yeah. a freak athlete compared to like just what I'm saying. Mankind, just he's not athletic. To NBA I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that he's not athletic, but he has a fine tuned skill set, which definitely parlays into a game like golf as well. Yeah, right. Like he's just straight up skilled, and. And, but, hear, but you know, you a, great, a, a great, a great example of like kind of the thing is like, think about a guy like J.R. Smith. So raw, such a freak athlete, so talented. Imagine if J.R. Smith put in the work that Steph Curry put in. Yeah. And you can see that already. Like I have, I, I assume being the son of an NBA player, mostly playing in, Carolina, Steph Curry probably spent a lot of time on a golf course as a kid. Meanwhile, J.R. Smith, I have a feeling, wasn't a member of a country club as a child. And now, with like two years out of the NBA, he's like, man, I'm going to take up golf. Now he's a college golfer? Yeah. I know. 
it's it's uh I don't know. Like, I almost think it's inspirational, though. If I'm a kid, if I'm a kid and I see that, it doesn't mean you're going to the NBA. But if I'm a kid and I see that, you have to think this is so inspiring. I can be a great shooter. I can be a great yeah. shooter for my high school. And then if you happen to also be born seven feet tall, you can be Joel Embiid. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Otherwise, if you're if you were born five ten white, you could be Jimmer Fredette and be the greatest three point shooter of all time that can't get your shot off in the NBA and will one day play for the Dragons in China. Not a bad life though. Like that's not a bad substitute. You made millions playing basketball. It's not that bad, right? So we're wrapping up the regular season here. Yeah. Big game last night. Clippers beat the Lakers. The Lakers are now going to be in the. Are those playing games? Is that what they're calling? Yeah. Looks like the, the Lakers will be tournament. The playing tournament. Well, there's still there's still a couple games left. Sure. And I think everybody figured that the Lakers would probably. I I actually thought that they were going to sit LeBron last night because on the second day of a back to back, I really didn't give them a whole whole lot a shot of beating the Clippers anyway. Um. But yeah, if uh, if the if the Lakers can finish at least in that seven spot or the eight spot, then they then it's a one game play in. If they whoever wins the seven eight game is in. Yeah. Well, Nuggets wrapped la- or yeah, can't talk. They wrapped up the one seed. Bucks wrapped up the one seed in the East. You like the Sixers to challenge them the most or no? I don't really like anybody that I don't I don't love the chances of so right now the Bucks with the one seed would have a winner of a 7-8 game. No, sorry, they would have the winner of the the second game. They would have the you know whoever comes in in the 8 seed, right? Um then they would have a Cavs Knicks winner neither of which I think give them a ton of trouble. And so then you have essentially, if if, if the seeding were to work out right, a Celtics-Sixers series at 2-3, they beat each other up. I don't, I don't really like either of them coming off of that series challenging a Bucs team that I think will have an easier time getting to an Eastern Conference Finals. I have the Bucs in the NBA Finals. Yeah. Well, we saw some big news last night. You alerted me. I had just seen it. People DM me. Mark Cuban wants Kyrie Irving back on the team. He said that's the top priority to give a long-term deal to Kyrie Irving. What's going on with Mark Cuban right now? I do not know. I think it's like everything. You know, it's it's hard to stay locked in forever. I mean, Mark Cuban came into the league. He was the brash young owner. He, he's turned it into so much, you know, shark tank cameos in movies. He's the, 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 the industry leader in budget medicine at this point. Like he's doing a lot. I think maybe he's just lost his touch for the NBA. Now, listen, he was never the GM, you know, he was never the coach of the team. He's always been a rich guy who bought it. But I just thought 
smarter than this. Like if, if this was on, if, if this was an episode of shark tank, they always go, what are your sales? You know, what, what are your margins? You do that with Kyrie Irving. So uh, how long have you been selling this product? Oh, well, I just started selling it. Well, what were you selling before? Oh, I was selling, uh, I was selling it to the nets before that. And then I was selling it to the sales. How come you've, how come you've started five different businesses? Oh, all of them were failures. That's why I'm here. Uh, Mark Cuban goes, your, your business history is suspect at best. For that reason, I'm out. And like he has the, the Ma- the Mavs have gotten worse by his addition. No doubt about that. That's why this whole thing is so confusing. The facts are right in front of you. The team it, is performing. It's almost worse. it's almost an ego thing at this point that I think is getting in the way. Like, do you think that you can fix him? Now, obviously, he's not the coach, but it's like no one has ever doubted Kyrie Irving's talent, but he's just not a he's just not like. He it would be cool for him to do like some sort of, you know, circus act where he like dribbles and hits like contested layups and, and, and some sort of skills competition. But in terms of being a great basketball player on a basketball team that wins, he's not suited for that. He doesn't make teams better. End of story. He never has. You know, we, we don't have a two year test on this we, we, have, we have seven years on this like like we're talking they won that title in 2016 and he seems to have been a problem since i just don't understand how he can rationalize this i think and, the jail and excuses yeah situation and the like the the what to do with Luca thing. I think it's all I think he's just like I think Cuban's just he's lost the plot a little bit and he's spinning for answers and now it's just you know he's a little bit on tilt. He's doubling down. Instead of admitting this was a bad move, we never should have traded those guys for this guy. It's time to move on. There's, but he's there's, also he also wants Jason Kidd to stay. He's also whether it was right or wrong, or whether he's right or wrong, he's blaming Jalen Brunson's dad for why he left. It's like, dude, you're the owner. Like, you can say it's Jalen Brunson's dad and all from the most money. He wouldn't have left. Yeah. When's when's the last time somebody left left the team that they were on for less money? Yeah, it rarely happens. I can't think off the top of my head. But they made the Western Conference Finals last year. These things can change on a dime, and that's what seems is happening down in Dallas because you were like this close, man. I, I felt like you have the star in Luka. You put some nice pieces around him. Who knows what could happen? Now you're not even going to make the playoffs. And we talked about it a couple episodes ago. It's like <laughs> you th- – the model has been there in – now. Dirk and LeBron are not similar players in terms of like what they produce, but they are similar in terms of like, so such great scorers and such great leaders 
that it seems like the last thing that you need on a team like that is is to get another ball dominant start. Like, just do the LeBron thing and surround him with shooters and surround him with pieces and get a big that can defend and get a big that can rebound and get guys that want to play D because Luca doesn't really. Instead, you literally went out and got a guard version of Luca that also isn't as consistent. Yeah. No, for like sure. Own, I mean, I, I think I tweeted it the day it happened. There's a gif of, you know, uh, there's a, a gif of, you know, two golden retrievers trying to eat the same tennis ball. And I was like, the Mavs new offense. But you also would think he's going through decision makers in the team before this happens, right? He's got to be going, talking to the GM, talking to Jason Kidd. You would hope talking to his players. Saying, can you guys make this work? Or do you want to make this work? Do you want to try? Unless he's just going rogue and saying, I think we can make this work. He won a title one time with LeBron. Well, the 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 stupid version of it would be, hey, we made the Western Conference Finals last year with Jalen Brunson as our other guy. He is a crafty point guard um, that actually ended up playing somewhat decently as a counterpart to Luca. We lost him. We're not as good this year. What, why don't we get this other guy who's sort of a more talented version of Jalen Brunson? And in theory that works, but what isn't part of the theory is the guy isn't he, the guy's a total fucking head case. Jalen Brunson played really well when Luca was out and then dialed back his game when Luca was back. Kyrie Irving left LeBron James because he wanted to lead be the star of his own team. Now you have a young guy in Luca who puts up a similar stat line to LeBron James every night and you brought in the guy who wanted to leave a team because he didn't want to play with a guy like that? When somebody tells you who they are, believe them. Yeah. So you alerted me to something before the show that I saw. Joe Prano putting some things on the rundown today, guys. Look at that. Yeah. Well, I came across this last night on TikTok, and I don't know why. I think it was like like I was led. I, I, I got led to it through a, a wormhole. Um, because his last post was in January, but it was a, I, I got led to this account because there was actually a post on somebody else's account of a video they took of him. And then they had tagged him and that had gone viral. And I think it's one of those where it's like 20 people have had the same video that they posted. But essentially, uh, the video I saw was like a kid talking to Delonte West out the window of a car. And he was like, you, you played you played on the Celtics and he was like, yeah, he's like, and you played against LeBron James. He's like, I played with LeBron James for a long time. And the kid's like, what are you? And then this other account was tagged it and I clicked on it and Delonte West has his own TikTok account. Yeah. Whilst being homeless. So Delonte West, also a former Maverick. 
has this TikTok account. Account you you put it on a rundown. I clicked on it. It's pretty depressing. I'm not gonna lie. Like so, yeah. he like he has some serious mental health issues. He's homeless. I know Mark Cuban has reached out. That was all publicized. Mark Cuban was trying to help him out. But as you know, when someone has severe mental health issues, there's only so much you can do. Right? Like you can't force somebody to get off drugs. You can't force right. somebody to go stay in a home you might provide or some sort of resonance. But it's I a, it's a, it's a sad, it's a really sad story. And he's obviously like trying to figure out his way back. He's, you know, there's a thing in the bio about him wanting to start a podcast. But the first thing that came to my mind after I watched it is one thing. And people always talk, it, it, it always makes me angry. People always talk about Michael Jordan and the shitty things that he did to people as some sort of as some sort of badge of honor like he's so great he's such a competitor he some guy said good game and the next day he went and he dropped 30 on him and you know uh, Isaiah Thomas didn't shake his hand so he blackballed him from the dream team and people always do this and then they're always like LeBron he's too nice to me, I came across this TikTok account. I go, man, we're still sleeping on LeBron James. There was a rumor one time that Delonte West hooked up with LeBron James' mom. LeBron blackballed him from houses. There was a rumor. LeBron James was like, you're now blackballed from residences, bro. Like, <laughs> Delonte West messed with Michael, uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas messed with Michael Jordan, and he didn't get to go to Barcelona? He didn't, you know, he didn't get to go to his like Hall of Fame speech or whatever. LeBron James had a rumor from De about Delonte West. Delonte West isn't allowed. Forget the Hall of Fame. He's not allowed in hallways. Like LeBron's got the dude blackballed from indoors. Savage. Now, I don't think it's right. But as far as people go, you know, they love to, they love to like, oh, Michael Jordan. He's so. LeBron has Delonte West blackball from eating meals. So this is his TikTok. Cyn this cynical alchemist. Cynical alchemist. Again, currently looking to set up a podcast. He can't even like talk. He's, can, we get he's, him, can, can he be on the DSPN network? <laughs> can he have a podcast with Matty Goldberg? <laughs> I'm going to click on the last. The last video was what? January? Yeah. So he's doing a horchata jingle. Horchata. But like when you click on videos of him talking, here's the one before that. Harold, what's up, buddy? Man, I see your comments. The comment section. Appreciate what? your support, man. We're gonna catch up soon. All right. Love you, man. My man. Wow. I mean, he can't even talk. Like that. Like you know, a guy's down and out when he once played in the NBA, and now he's wearing champion gear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. <laughs> Dude, you're in the NBA. Sad. 
I think if you walk in a Nike store and you're like, I played in the NBA, they just give you something. <laughs> the fall from grace to go from the from the NBA to champion gear. So I haven't clicked on this one. Where's this one? This one is two point. Yeah, we need to get we need to get Dante West a uh, a sponsorship from Russell Athletic. And what's up, man? You first to hit us up on the podcast, your boy D West. Appreciate the support. Stay sharp. More to come. Love you, man. Where's this D. podcast? And what's up, man? You first to hit us up on the podcast, your boy D West. Oh my goodness, man! How many of these did you click through? A bunch. And I feel I feel terrible for the guy. And it, it it really does seem like it seems crazy. I mean, I know you said Cuban has tried to reach out and whatever. It it's crazy. I can't believe it's really a sad story to go to from the NBA. I don't know how much he made in his career. I'm sure a lot. Um, it's just it's just wild. I mean, this video right here is titled Lady Ladybug flew onto my finger. I put it in a bottle for research purposes. I put it in bottle for research purposes. I mean, he knows it looks like TikTok. a round Spider-Man. It's crazy that Delante West learned how to use TikTok before Andy Ruther. <laughs> He's doing voiceovers. He's replying to comments. By the way, we have a comment from yeah! Maddie's in the house. Oh, what? my God. I love it. By the way, look at that Maddie. Gotham Comedy Club Avatar. I love it. Let's do this. Dude, this would be the greatest podcast of all time. The Real Dent Report. Maddie says, I'd be honored to have Delonte West as my co-host. That would be must-see TV. Must-see podcast. Must -see TV. Right? Those two? I mean, I don't know how Goldberg Maddie's would be. A big, Maddie's like a big uh, like whack pack kind of guy. Like He loves he all that stuff. This would be the perfect. Because I, be I don't even perfect duo. I don't even know how Maddie's understanding him. Like, like he can barely speak. Yeah. Cable show. Everybody. It's a nice hot summer afternoon. We just turned 39. And I feel fine and divine. Peace. I mean, my man is struggling. Yeah, so so you're blaming LeBron James on all this, is what you're saying? I am, and I hate it. I hate I hate that this is the world we live in, where you know we uh, we we've given props for so long to guys like Michael Jordan for just like being a piece of trash, but people look up to that guy, you know. So I I feel like LeBron was like, man, I couldn't keep Isaiah out of the Hall of Fame. LeBron's like, I'm gonna keep. Dante West at a at just halls in general. Can't even have halls cough drops. He made over 16 million, a little over 16 Jesus. million. Jesus. Imagine that. Imagine making 16 million in in like a couple years, dude. He played longer than you think, man. That's but, a thing. Uh, I mean, listen, when 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 all is said and done, Andy, and you're in your last days on earth, your 16 million will have come and gone through your life. But the dude made 16 million over the course of what? Eight seasons in the NBA? 
Yeah, I'll pull it up right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons. He was part of that very talented number. If you tell former... me right now, over the next nine years of my life, I will acquire $16 million. I will never be broke again. Yeah. I'll never be close to broke. He was on that talented St. Joe's team that was a number one seat. Him and Jameer Nelson. Goldberg seems like he's in. I love this. We need to set this up. Goldberg went at the in and out in Barstool. To Barstow at 1 a.m. Goldberg. I feel like I feel like there's an underground railroad that Dante West and the homeless people are part of that probably funnels you to the in and out in Barstow. It's a good in and out in Barstow. Yeah. Also the Fat Burger. Don't forget the Fat Burger Goldberg. That was a classic spot where we'd always stop on the way to March Madness. We go to Fat Burger. Goldberg needs to meet my girlfriend. They have a lot in common with their eating habits. Not big, not big condiments, not big like onions and pickles and all the things you would get on a burger, all the dressings, so to speak, on it. She eats like I've told her, I was like, you need to meet my buddy Maddie Goldberg. Like you eat like him. She's been she's been at a restaurant and she'll be like, I'll have a Coke and they'll be like, we have Pepsi and she'll stab the waiter to death. <laughs> Oh man. Maddie Goldberg, famous for yeah. Unless they're like, is Pepsi okay? And he's like, no. We so gotta who, we, we gotta make the Delante West Maddie Goldberg podcast happen immediately. Who was gonna start that? Like, I'm wondering hey, listen, so can we just shoot Andy his emails in his bio? After we get off today, can you shoot him an email and just be like, we want to do a podcast with you and our buddy Matty Goldberg. Also, Who, can you get yourself to the In and Out in Barstow tonight by one a.m.? Also, can you get a computer? We need to set up some technology. Yeah. Like, how, how's this going to work? Well, let me ask you something though, Andy. Between, I, I already know my answer. To this, are you in for splitting the cost of an of a? I mean, I have a fucking, I have a, I have an old laptop right here. Can we send Delante West a laptop and a microphone? So that he can zoom into a podcast of Matty Goldberg. I mean, I don't know where he plugs that in. I don't know if there's like a, you know, if he just goes to the horchata place, if they have Wi-Fi. But also, can somebody reach out to LeBron James to ask him to let the man live? Yeah, logistics are tough on this, right? Like, how are we going to make this work? So that was always the rumor, right? That Delonte hooked up with LeBron's mom. Like I just put in LeBron James, Delonte West. And the only thing that comes up into Google is that he hooked up with Gloria James, his mother. And LeBron was like, and I took that personally. There, There's no. Like, there's nothing on here that, like, where we have LeBron. Oh, oh, he he denied it. Delonte West denied it. I know this. That's what I'm saying. This is an unsubstantiated rumor. This you're, is this. You're gonna, this you're is, gonna love this. Hey, I, I, according uh, there's there's according. 
<laughs> Dude, according to First Sports, S-P-O-R-T-Z. That was the original Andy Ruther podcast. It was done on Webby or whatever. <laughs> according to First Sports, this is an article published in October. The headline reads, this is like a terrible version of Black Sports Online. First Sports the headline reads, she's a strong black woman. Delonte West denied all rumors of sleeping with LeBron James' mom. Is it is is there a video of him talking about it? No. Oh, hold on, hold on. Dude, we got we got a we got a video of him talking about it. So apparently, I don't know when this was taken. This is from 12, like 12 years ago. So Let's pull this video up. I don't know what he's going to say. The tiger style. Karate. Really? No question. So we're just doing a little bit. What did you actually uh, do with Glory Land? What was it? The Golden Panther. Is that even real? Or? Is it real? Yeah. Man, people, listen to me, man. People die because of the thing I'm talking about. I'm give you an example of the Golden Panther. He's got to point somebody out. What does... What is he... Uh, Master, the precious. What? <laughs> he's always been... This is when he's in the NBA and he can't speak English. We're talking about the Golden Panther. Now he's recording his TikToks outside the Golden Panther. <laughs> what the hell was that? played a chow mein in front of him. What the hell was that? I don't know. Did he just do a... Did he just do a precious line? Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't deny anything right there. It's a misleading headline. How dare you? How dare you mislead first sports? So we don't have an answer on this. No. That's what I'm saying. This is like, you know, people go, oh, that one dude said good game, Mike. This is an unsubstantiated rumor. LeBron fired him into outer space. Because I really don't remember LeBron weighing in when it resurfaced. And I there's believe- a rumor I heard last night from somebody. This is the other reason. Wait, are you serious? No, I swear to God, this is something else. So I started talking about this, and then I don't want to reveal my source, but my source told me that there was a time that somebody he knew was working for one of the big sports networks with four letters. Um. And that LeBron James team sent a cease and desist to all the sports networks saying no more talking about Delonte and my mom. Was anybody from ESPN talking about LeBron and his mom? I highly doubt it. I don't know. That's kind of a bitch move, though. I'll be honest, Joe. This is where I really don't like LeBron because you hear this. You hear about these cease and desist. You hear all the legal stuff he does, which I hate. Like, I'm trying to think of another story I've heard where he's he's done that. They've done that. If he was the real GOAT, he would have formed his own production company and put together a nine-part documentary series about how his mom didn't sleep with a lot of I think it's funny you said I think now that now that it's kind of hit me, I think LeBron and Jordan do share a lot of those tendencies. Yeah. 
listen, he wears 23. Like that's Michael, what I'm saying. Michael set the standard for like how that's that was my point at the beginning of this is like we all everybody holds this, and I think it's a very bad thing. Like everybody acts like it's really cool and great. They did, oh man, he punched Steve Kerr in the face, like he assaulted somebody. What are we talking about? Like, why are we holding oh some guy said good game and then he fucking drove him out of the NBA? It's like that's a that's sociopathic behavior. Why would he do that? It that doesn't make him cool or a competitor. And I feel like LeBron James did the same thing. There was an unsubstantiated rumor that linked his mom with some player in the NBA, and LeBron was like, "Okay, have fun drinking horchata under a fucking highway overpass for the rest of your life." I'm just now connecting this. And it should have been right in front of my face. Like LeBron really does try to follow the MJ path in a lot of ways. I mean, he did another Space Jam. He's getting into the movie stuff. Jordan was doing the movie stuff. I wonder if those two get along at all. That's a conversation I would love to see. Like does LeBron like Jordan and vice versa? Do we think Jordan just hates LeBron for oh, real? Yeah. yeah. Like nobody ever, nobody actually ever talks about it. Well, we talked, it's the, there was the clip back in the day of him dunking while Jordan was sitting courtside and he like stared him down mid dunk. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that. And I'm also thinking of the time at some basketball camp. This is early on in LeBron's career. And a kid asked him about LeBron and Kobe. And he says, Kobe. And this is, I believe, I have to pull that clip. I think this is before LeBron had even ever won a title. I feel like I feel like we need to look to, to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan should save Delonte West as just like a fuck you to LeBron. <laughs> he should make he should make he should make Delonte West the head pro at, at, at Grove 23 golf course. I was just gonna say it's like it's like it's like Happy Gilmore. He makes can, him his homeless caddy. Can you make? Can you imagine if if Delonte West becomes the Bill Murray character in Caddyshack? Here we are <laughs> at Augusta, drinking a horchata, about to win the precious. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> a lot of people call Jack Nicholas the Golden Bear. I call him the Golden Panther. Precious. What? <laughs> Go back in your hut, Carl. <laughs> Let me get these goofer. The Masters is this weekend. It is this weekend. I'm not going to be watching it, probably. I'll, I mean, I, I'll probably throw it on. I'll be in Palm Springs, but, you know, I'll probably play some golf this weekend, hang out in the pool. Um, but, it, you know, I'll check in on it. There's Mets baseball weekend, too, so it'll be, it'll be background checking in, but, like, you know my thing with this, and you probably agree. I'm rooting so hard for the live guys. Well, it's funny so you hard. say that. It's so funny, hard. It's funny you say that. I did read one All thing. I want is a live guy to win it all. I did read an article last night in the Wall Street Journal about that, saying, like, I guess whoever is in charge of the Masters was skirting around, even acknowledging the live, and it was like, I forget, of the 26 former Masters guys who were there yesterday, like, a fair chunk of them are live guys now. Is it like maybe seven? 
So that's what they were saying is like the Masters and the PJ are just praying a live guy doesn't win it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And my guy, my favorite golfer on earth these days is Cam Smith, the Australian guy who wears the mullet, rocks the yeah. mullet. Super fun. He went to live. I'm rooting so hard for him. But like and who? And I'm not a I'm not a Kepka guy, but I'm like no matter like whichever live guy wins, I th- like I actually think of all the cuckery on the internet, no one is more cucked than the guys who like are in the comments under anything about golf, being like took the money, what a bitch! It's like who gives a like when we talk about the Jordan, the Nike, and all the propaganda campaigns. Like, can you imagine being so brainwashed by a fucking golf tour? It's more important. No, it's not. No one fuck like why are you standing for some fucking corporate conglomerate golf tour? And also, like I always say, it's a weird move to tell somebody where they should work. Like that's odd to me. Whether it's golf or the NFL or whatever you do, it's a weird move to tell somebody, "Hey, I don't want you to work." Who why do you care where somebody works? Like you're you're a fucking dork. That is a weird stand. That's probably one of the all-time worst stands. Standing for the PGA. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was reading a little more about it after I read that article last night. I guess the ratings are terrible for Liv and the CW and all these lawsuits and this and that. Who knows how long Liv will last. But again, it's, it's purpose. Already, with, it's already sparked change in the PGA. I was going to say, it already worked. All that stuff has already changed the PGA Tour forever. So if anything, all those PGA guys should be kissing Phil Mickelson's ass. Yeah. I got an idea for Delonte West. Maybe this isn't the best idea. We set him up. Him, Matty Goldberg. We we bring him a couple Miller lights. We say, you know, we're gonna we're gonna uh. send this offer. You're going to do a podcast with yeah, over a couple cold Miller lights, Joe. I think that this is a, f- a fantastic idea, right? Absolutely. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Yeah. Is Maddie drinking these days? If he is, he should be drinking Miller light. I had, I went out with our boy, Randy Ruther last night and to a, a bar pretty close to me. Um, and went in, they had the, they had the they had their draft set up. I didn't see Miller Lite on draft. I saw their bottles and their cans. I didn't see Miller Lite. But you know what? I have I had faith. And I said, I don't see it. I said to the guy, I don't see it. Is there any chance you have Miller Lite? He's like, I have Miller Lite in a bottle. Is that great? And I and he goes, Is that good for you? I go, Yeah. I, I like Miller Lite on draft at the bar, fantastic. But like, if you don't have I, listen. I have a I have a refrigerator full of Miller Lite cans. I have absolutely no problem with Miller Lite can. But in order, Miller Lite draft, Miller Lite bottle, Miller Lite can. When they For were sure. like, yeah, when they, when they were like, yeah, we got it in bottles. I'm like, perfection. I was like, can I pay for six up front and get some sort of discount? He's like, no, that's not how it works. I was like, all right, well then I'll take them one at a time. Miller Lite is. 
the time when you and your friends, like last night, get together to enjoy the simple things in life, right, Joe Prano? Just like last night, you and Randy Ruth are getting together. Light beer with the flavor you love tastes like Miller Lite. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports, or you can find it anywhere that's pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. We have it right there on the screen. If you want it delivered, just go to that website. That's right. So we have some small developments because okay, it's nothing major, but just a, a, a one little development on the Lamar Jackson situation which okay. seems to be the main thing in the NFL. Their GM yesterday was quoted as saying, it's quite possible to get a good QB at any point in the draft and said they would take a quarterback if they had the opportunity. Basically, again. In the first round? Yes. What... um when is the NFL draft? I think it's, I believe it's three weeks from today. Okay. We got a wild situation in the NFL in terms of obviously two major quarterbacks that you feel like have to get settled one way or the other before the draft. Yeah. Like I feel like you have to settle the Aaron Rodgers situation and the Lamar Jackson situation before the draft. Yeah. Now for, the Ravens, I feel like they need to settle it before the draft because they would then potentially draft a QB. Whereas the Packers don't need to settle it before the draft. They have two QBs. Sure. But the Jets, you would think, would want to settle it before the draft for their own draft board but also if you're the Packers I would think that you would want to get it done because you would want to get picks in this draft right yeah I mean I know you can obviously like they're probably asking for ones and you know it, it, it won't necessarily be they could potentially be asking for multiple years of one so it doesn't necessarily have but like if I was the Jets, the Packers, or the Ravens right now, I would be desperate to settle these situations before the NFL draft. You can't be the Ravens, have Lamar Jackson under the franchise tag, and draft a QB, right? Yeah. I mean, I know that forces this situation, but then also... Dude, no one wants him. No one wants him. It's crazy. L Lamar Jackson, he has become the poster child for having an agent. I mean, he really has. Like, Lamar, you've become the poster child for why that percentage that the agent gets is important. I, I don't know anybody in recent memory. I know guys who did things that were maybe outside the box, like Ricky Williams had Master P as his agent. Remember, that was a huge thing at the time with the Saints. There was a lineman this year that just signed a big deal that did it without an agent. 
Okay. And, and has extended his deal, has, has been dealing without an agent for a while. But that being said, yeah. When you're in a situation where you have specific demands, yeah. And it's not just, oh, I want my, what I think is my market value. Sure. Like Lamar Jackson wants huge guaranteed money. Bro, get an agent. Sure. No, I, I, I agree. It's it. I mean, like I, I at this point, I, I don't understand why he wouldn't just get one. Well, I think the, I think the, not just getting an agent, and also the fact that he has not just said, "Hey, man, I'll take that hundred and thirty million dollars you offered me, guaranteed," is because of pride. That's what I'm saying. It goes back to the Mark Cuban thing we're talking yeah. about. You just yeah. don't want to look bad. You're just going to double, triple down. I don't know that. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I've never seen anything like this. It's, it's, it is crazy to think that the draft is just in three weeks. I, I would think at the end of that weekend, something would have to be finalized, whether he's on the Ravens for one more year whether he signed a long year, long-term deal or whether he's going somewhere else. I don't know where somewhere else is. And, I mean, but he is, he is, they've already franchised him. So he has the option to play or not play. Correct. That's what he it boils take, down to. He can take that money and play. So that's all it boils down to. Interesting, man. This is a draft I'm actually excited about because of this. I, I haven't been this excited to not even, I'm not about drafting the players to see that's the situation and the jet situation with Aaron Rodgers. Like I am very excited to see how this all plays out. Cause I can't remember a time like this. Weirdly. Um, the, Jets fans that I follow and I'm I follow a, a fair number of Jets fans because they cross over with Mets fans pretty heavily. But Jets fans feel really confident that for some reason they're getting Aaron Rodgers and they're getting him for like a great deal, like that they have all the they hold all the cards here. And it's like if that were true, you'd already have him. Yeah, I agree. Like it uh, to, to me, there's some delusion from Jets fans. It's like if you don't think the Packers will just fucking trade him somewhere else or f be like, fine, fuck it. Don't play for us. Yeah. Or come back. Like th think about this franchise and the Packers. Like they, how many times they went through this with Favre? Like I have, if I'm a Jets fan, I am absolutely shaking that we yeah. still don't have him. He wants to play for you. They want to get rid of him and he still isn't on your team. I mean, what are we going on here? A month? Almost a month? At least three weeks? It's been that long. Did you see what Tyreek Hill said? No. I'll be shocked if this actually happens. He said today he's going to retire when his contract ends. Okay. When does his contract up? End of 2025. End of 2025. So we're upon... That's three more years. Yeah, he'll be thirty-one at the end of that, and he will play ten years. Okay, and they'll have made a ton of money. 
Yeah, his deal with the with the Dolphins was four years, one twenty. So if he plays through that, I mean, we'll see. The wide receiver position is interesting because obviously it, it changes so quickly. Like you could be on top of the world, and then suddenly your skills are just completely decimated. Yeah. So three years is a lot. So maybe, yeah. maybe he will. Yeah. But honestly, if he the the, the the Hall of Fame, like Tyreek Hill is on his way to the Hall of Fame. And if you play three more years at the level he's played so far, and then you retire at the peak, you're probably he's probably in the Hall of Fame and he has a bunch of money. And he's got a Super Bowl. You think he's on his way? You think you already think he's on his way to the Hall of Fame? I mean, you tell me what do the numbers look like? Like I don't I I I know longevity if, is important, if but he like, produces how okay. So he's had of the last six seasons, five of the six, eleven hundred yards or more. I mean, he's producing now. One year he missed four games. I'm just saying, if he does like he does the last three years, three more of that. Right. It'd be tough to say no. But I never understood the Hall of Fame with the voters and the wide receivers. T.O. obviously wasn't liked by the dumb voters who then take it personally, and he took so long to get in. I just see that. I how see many, that. How many career yards does he have? He and only that's... has 8,300 right now. That's why I'm saying okay. that. So if he plays another three years, you're looking at him getting to 12,000, basically. Okay. Right? Yeah. And how many touchdowns does he have? He's 63 right now receiving. 63 touchdowns. That's a lot. Is it? Yes. Um, let's look up. I'm just going to look up somebody that's, in my opinion, like. I mean, look, you know what he really has going for him? He's been a first team all pro. Four times. First team all pro four times. Which one was his rookie year? I, I assume that's for kick returns. It's got to be. Because he only started one game his rookie year. Right. So he's been first team all pro as a wide receiver three times. Is Andre Johnson in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he's got to be. I don't know if he is. I'm trying to look it up now. Oh, Andre Johnson, he is uh he was a finalist, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm Andre Johnson saying- has Andre Johnson has 14,000 career yards. Is was not is not in the Hall of Fame. Did not make the Hall of Fame this year. He has 70 career touchdowns. Okay. So it's a, you know, I would say that a lot of people, in fact, I just looked up Andre Johnson Hall of Fame and they said snubbed. So a lot of people think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying, for the record, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just, for me, they get weird with wide receivers. Like I felt Torrey Holt should have gotten in sooner. Isaac Bruce should have gotten in sooner. Like these guys, they, they just, they hold out and I don't get it. If you play at such a high level. So I'm going to address this YouTube comment. 
Ravens fan here. Absolutely no way Lamar plays. I agree with that. I agree with that. He's already requested the trade. And that's fine, by the way. I don't I don't disagree. My my counter to that is where does he go though? The issue with Lamar Jackson right now is that the reason he hasn't signed listen, if he if if the, if there was if there was the situation that was happening with the Ravens right now, whatever, they don't believe in him or they don't want to extend him or they don't want to they they want him to change that whatever if he was signed by the ravens trading him would be a lot easier he's not signed by the ravens because the amount of money he wants is absurd to them and therefore no one else wants to trade for him because they know in trading for him they have to be ready to give him the same money or else he won't play on the tag for them yeah Get an agent, man, or talk to somebody with common sense. Like, figure it out. Like, like, there's, I, I, you know what? Again, just fascinates me so much about the Lamar situation. There's no one in his camp, no brother, no sister, no aunt, no uncle, no friend. There's no, there's no one in his camp. All his people. There's like, hey, man, let, let me, let me just give you some advice. Dude, you don't think that he doesn't have an agent because the agent he had was like, bro, no one's giving you $200 million. It's pure lunacy. So sports books will be allowed in all NFL stadiums this year. Oh, how the tables have turned, Joe Prano. It was literally just a few years ago. The Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, all of them didn't want to go near gambling and it's bad and blah, 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 blah. I mean, blah. think about if this has just happened last year. Like if this is, if that had happened one year ago, Calvin Ridley would have been able to go into an NFL stadium to place a bet on a football game while being suspended from the NFL for gambling. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't get don't get the wrong idea. I am not here to play. I'm here to place a bet. I mean, it's amazing to me. I never thought about that. A year ago, Calvin Ridley could walk in and place a bet. Although he can't because players are still not allowed to bet. Well, he was suspended. Right. Yeah, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. Which, by the way, is still a weird thing for me. Like, it's legal, but you can't do it. Right. And now, obviously, for competitive reasons. <laughs> this is a funny comment. Lamar is Mark Cuban right now. That might be a title of our episode. Yeah, it's, dude, it's guys just not wanting to admit that they're wrong or that they fucked up. I wish we had gotten to the place technologically where we could, where memes could be titles for episode. Like it would be great if the me if the title of our episode could be Lamar Jackson's face and Mark Cuban's face on pointing Spider Man. One day, or we a got man, to the a man can dream. Oh, dude, that that technology's moving quick, man. 
have you seen have you seen any of that AI stuff? Oh yeah. It's scary, man. Although it's good for the younger generation. You're you're not gonna have to do any work. You know, you could put in if you wanted to write a paper on let's say I know onto chat chat GPT and the like fucking you say I gotta do a paper for school on Yosemite National Park. It will write a paper for you. You you think these teachers, which again I was one of, are are gonna know? Oh yeah, you didn't write this. Reminds me of the time in high school I wrote a paper. I took also I would you know these days I would just be like I identify as Chat GPT. So like you can't even you can't even be like no like I just be like listen I am AI. I uh, I used one of my brother's West Point papers in high school. Great. Like the teacher didn't like this is one of the history class. So my brother's degrees in history and he, he graduated like perfect A's in every history class. He took at West Point. I took one of his one of his uh, papers on some foreign affair thing with Henry Kissinger. I don't even dude, I didn't even read it. I just turned it in senior year. Dude, I, my mom is the original chat GPT. My mom wrote fucking term papers for I, I would say 60 kids in Westchester County. I was like, you need a paper? I got you. <laughs> what? Yeah. That was my thing in college. I used to, I used to, cause I was good at Ann Prano is the original chat GPT. I used to write papers for guys. There are multiple people in the world now that are like doctors and scientists and financial moguls in charge of your money. That wouldn't have graduated college without my mom being like, what do you got it? The civil war. All right. Yeah. Probably better than what I used to do. I used to write papers for some of the guys in my fraternity on books. I never read. I can, it's like, what was, what's wrong with you? Dude, if somebody's going to write it, who hasn't read the book, why don't you just write it yourself? I'd be like, uh, I'd be like, I'm a good bullshitter when it comes to writing. I'd tell like one of my buddies, I'm I'm thinking of him particularly. He'd be like, the first time I did, it, I got an A. These are like low level English classes, right? Like the one hundred ones. And I'd be like, okay, tell me what happened in the book. I remember one time I actually came back. I specifically remember coming home after drinking all night after going to a Cardinals game, and I came back to the dorm, and he's like, dude, you gotta give me that paper by tomorrow. And I was like, okay, let me sit down at the computer. What what we got here? Tell me what this book is about. C minus. <laughs> but I mean, you don't pay, you don't pay a drunken idiot who's been yeah. at a baseball game all night. I mean, that's impressive, dude. For a guy who recently took the SATs, got like a 900. No, C minus at college. I got a 960. That was because of the math. <laughs> Which is not going to be a thing anymore. Aren't they getting rid of the SAT and the ACT? I've, I have no idea. That's something I did see too. All those, all those classes we had to take, Joe. I couldn't, like, dude. I can't even imagine being like. I would, I would be the, I would be so fucking annoying if I were a kid in high school now. Tell me about the war, eighteen twelve, bitch. You don't have Google. Look it up your fucking self. What am I, your slave? <laughs> Get fucked. Why am I now? I'm doing your work for you. Ask ChatGPT. GPT. Oh my god, seriously though. I got a fucking Twitch stream to run. Yeah. Well, 
I, I would assume you'd have to do it more discussion based. Like, let's talk yeah. about this. I don't know. We need some calls, dirtballs. I, I did not push any put any on this episode. I'll tell you who I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the call out there. I'm gonna put the call for calls. Where's our hockey correspondent? There's okay, like three, thank you. There's like three games left in the season. Thank you. We we I did get a DM about that. Thank you. 310-359-8365. That's the hotline. I did get a DM from a dirtball informing me of the situation because clearly I had no clue. He's like, yo, dude, what's going on? We we need to get a hockey update. <laughs> I love that dirtballs are as clueless about hockey as we are. So they're like, hey, can we get? No, no, this is a dirtball who follows hockey. He okay. said what you say. He's like, there's just a couple games left, man. This is the playoff push. Yeah. So Ryan in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Here's let me let me give Ryan my um my hockey update as far and this is a guy who essentially I mean the occasional sports center viewing. I'm really not a big sports center guy anymore. The occasional sports center viewing, the pre and post Mets Knicks game, you know, MSG Sports Sportsnet New York. Um they'll they'll update you on the Rangers and the Islanders and stuff like that. So here's my um, hand the Stanley Cup to the Boston Bruins right now. That's as far, as far as I can tell. That's my hockey update. The Boston Bruins are some this this Bruins team is an elite hockey team all time. They're winning it all. Prove me wrong, I guess. I don't know. That's just me having absolutely no hockey knowledge. Uh, they're really good this year. I just pulled this up. The Bruins have only lost twelve games. Like they're crushing it. Yeah. I love how I've never looked at anything. Like they're just crushing it. The Vegas Golden Knights good again, huh? I feel like they've been pretty good since the uh inception of the team. Right? Yeah. Like they've had some good good runs. I think they made the Stanley Cup final the uh the first year. Yeah, so call call us, Ryan. Give us a ring. 310 359 8365. That is the hotline. And if anyone has connections to Delonte West, we'd like to set up a new podcast here at Dirty Sports. We have connections to Delonte West. We have his email. It's in his TikTok bio. <laughs> I keep forgetting. What am I writing in that? Dear Mr. West. Dear Mr. West, um, are you interested in co-hosting a podcast? With Maddie Goldberg. Hold on. I got a better idea. Sorry, Goldberg. You're already out. West and West. Delonte West and Kanye West. <laughs> Can you imagine that podcast? West and West. Kanye Who's says, crazier? Kanye says some like anti-Semitic things. And Delonte's like, who are Jewish people? And he's like, yeah. this, this is going to be a long episode. That's a great question. Who is crazier? Who, okay, if you went to if you went to a little Mexican, this looks like Delonte West likes Mexican food. If you went to a Mexican restaurant, who's more prone to get you kicked out? I'd say Kanye. Oh yeah. Like if you went Delonte to Delonte is just the crazy guy in the corner. He's like, I love this horchata. <laughs> Kanye's standing on the they, table. Like they're they're annoyed by him, but he means well. He's like, I wrote y'all a horchata jingle, and they're like, Yeah, it's great. We we like it. He's like, so you want to buy it or what? <laughs> uh, now, 
I would like the Delante West horchata jingle with a Kanye West beat behind it. I bet you it fucking slaps. <laughs> That's your intro song for the West and West podcast. Yeah. Poor Goldberg. I just removed him instantly. He's. I think he could be. He could be like the pretty girl on uh, every ESPN show between the two screaming lunatics. It could just be Goldberg. But would Kanye do that? Goldberg's Jewish. Oh, uh, that's true. Well, Jonah Hill has brought oh, yeah, him back around. He's back. He watched 21 Jump Street. I forgot. He's back. You're right. Yeah. Well, follow us on social media at The Dirty Sports across the board. Follow me at Joe Prano on all social media except for Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. Please come see a show this coming week. Uh, my Monday show, I will not be on the Monday show. Not, I'm not sure how many of you dirtballs are going to make it out to Vegas on a Monday. But Tuesday through Sunday, Comedy Cellar at the Rio in Las Vegas. I will be there for two shows every night, 7 and 9.30. Uh, after that, Throckmorton Theater in San Rafael, California, in Marin County on the 18th of April. Uh, the 19th, I'll be doing Killdozer and some other shows in San Francisco in the city. Um, then I'm back here. Uh, I've got some shows in late April and early May scheduled for Los Angeles and the surrounding areas. Please come to those if you're around. I'll be back in Vegas at the end of May. And then an East Coast trip planned. Uh, guys, keep your eye on my social media. If you're in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut specifically uh areas i will be uh coming there i'm excited to announce those when they're officially when the ticket links are officially ready to go um so keep your eye on all my social media or joeprano.com for shows cool all right that's our show today you guys have a great weekend we'll be back on monday and as always stay dirty